0: This is a document uh, from 1955, 55 Chandra Bose is dead for 10 years. A casual agent reports on 14 55 that Seshir Kumar Bose, Netaji's nephew, communicated with Emily Shankar, Netaji's wife in Vienna, so on and so forth. What does it mean? It means, uh, this is from, from the intelligence branch office, this group, Say, assume for the sake of the argument that Kasur Gandhi did not die in 42, assume for the sake of argument she was alive until 1960. Now, assume for the sake of argument, there is a story in Indian Express tomorrow, that whatever Kusurba used to write to her nephews was intercepted by the Gujarat intelligence branch and it was recorded in the government records there. What would be the reaction in parliament tomorrow? How dare you spy on Subhash Posi's family like this, his wife? You talk about previously, today there are some stories are coming that the Facebook has taken our data. Is this a human cry? I mean, let them take it, they are giving us so much for free. So what, just sharing my email, what, the, what different does it make? But you're so annoyed because Facebook have shared your data, there's a problem. But what are you doing here? You're you 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 spying on people who are, you know, and the family who are, did so much for the country. The important thing is ki after this document ends, there's a comment by the intelligence officer concerned, And of course, they are very intelligent people, they were, that's why they were intelligence branch. He writes, uh, uh, the addressee is evidently the alleged wife of Shri Shabarshan Dabos. Would you describe, uh, sir, uh, Mrs. Sonia Gandhi today as wife of Rajiv Gandhi? No, you are not. Unfortunately, she is Rajiv Gandhi's uh, yeah. widow because Rajiv Gandhi is no more. So after 10 years after Subhash Chandra death, death, she is dead, the alleged wife of Subhash Chandra Bose. That means this person knows that Subhash was alive. This snooping was not happening on, Subhash, uh, on, on the family. They were spying on everybody. If case the real person tried to contact, because the first thing he would do is to contact his family. Again, a veterans, he will get caught. So that's what they were doing. So they're spying and everybody worth his name in media drew the same conclusion. Everybody, this is India today. Congress was scared of Bose's return. Times of India, Ma- Ma- Netaji might have been alive after 45, Mamta Banerjee. Mamta Banerjee, when she saw the file, don't misunderstand, she's a former cabinet minister. She's, don't go by all these games. They're very intelligent people. All of them are intelligent. Nobody becomes CM of the state just like that. No matter whoever he is. This gentleman, who was the commissioner of police, was a former RAW officer, so they know. So what Didi is saying here is a very much valid. Why were you chasing everybody if he was dead? People in intelligence do not chase ghosts. They are not concerned with what happened in history. That is not their job. IB will not launch an inquiry into Dandi March today. Everybody, this is the BJP spokesperson of, all of those days, M.G. Aggarwal. And he was very renowned journalist, but the very intelligent. Other thing you leave aside the me too, nobody disputes his, intelligent, uh, his, his uh, intelligence. Nobody disputes that. He's a very fine gentleman in terms of intelligence concern. He told on behalf of the BJP in those days to the, uh, um, uh, in that today, there was only one exp- reasonable explanation for the long surveillance, which I'm telling you, which is the obvious conclusion we draw. The government was not sure whether Bose was dead and thought that if he were alive, he would be in some form of communication with his family in Calcutta. But this is not family, it is happening everywhere. So so, so your net is much more bigger. Now, last thing in this, this particular episode is that it's much more horrendous actually. Some of you, especially those who are elder, must have heard, I think that one of the most uh, notorious conspiracy theories of our, of our is relates to the, the transfer of power, which is known as the Independence Day, for of us. The British left the country and they handed over power to those whom who used to send them greeting cards on Christmas so that is called transfer of power the instrument through which the British transferred the power to Indian hands, led by Mr. Nehru. now there are rumors and I have clipping I was not able to show but no, because I did not think the presentation lost such a time there are rumors and allegations of all over the country ki, there were secret clauses linked to this um, uh, transfer of power and one of the secret clauses was that Subhash Chandra would be handed over to the British if he were to resurface in India, or he would be tried. Something like this, openly said. People made open allegations, and that Gandhi was also aware of it. So this is how this whole thing was, you know, uh, uh, being said. When in 2015, this was happening in the media, as luck would have it, in London a file surfaced in the National Archive of UK in London, and it happened that I happened to catch hold of it. And when I saw the file, it comes through. Well, the British government has accepted uh, in a way, now the British intelligence accepted in the transfer of power, there were secret clauses. So this is now established truth. In the transfer of power, there were secret clauses. So one clause is known to us, there will be more, but one is known to us today because it is now declassified by the British British side. We have not understood properly, but this is I'm explaining to you. And that secret clause was after uh, uh, the independence of India, uh, they stationed an officer of the intelligence, of the British intelligence in India, who would be invariably old Raj Air officer and he would be given title of SLO, Security Liaison Officer and Security Liaison Officer is the my BAP of the intelligence, our IB director will go to him and salute him, Ki, sir, this is my report and please see what I have written here. So you are pl- placing before your lord and masters all the reports which you were generating. So, so in history, you will not find a better example of, you know, loyalty, loyalty knows no bounds. So what if we have become free, we have to provide our masters all the reports. So they were passing on information, not only they were spying on Subhash Bose, they were collecting information and dutifully giving to the British government after India became free. These are part of part of record. Please feel free to quote me. I don't get a damn about it because it's all part of record. It's been reported already in Rams of India. Anyway. Secret, New Delhi, 7th October 1947, uh, this is from the MI, this is from MI5, this is from London, this is a proper record available. He saying that Mr. KM Bond was the, the first SLO, the last SLO left India in 1968. Nobody told us these guys were here, yeah. nobody informed us, no, no, no parliamentary committee, no cabinet file noting, This no home secretary talking about it, no IB director ever said that there was a mybob sitting here and we were giving information to mybob all of our lives. <laughs> So this is happening and then what happens, It's forwards, now this is from London, this is not from Delhi. He is from here, he sending to the MI5 from Delhi the SLO Mr. Bond report which has been given to him by the IB in Delhi and this is that report for example. This is secret IB and this is 61047, 3 months, how many months after independence and this is from S. balakrishnan Shetty who I know very well was involved in the post investigation and it says. The attached is a letter dated 19847 from A.C. Nambiar. A.C. Nambiar was a known uh, aide of Subhash Bose in Germany. He was also Nehru became ambassador after independence. Nambiar is writing a letter to Om Yenad Bose, who is Netaji's nephew, Chandra Kumar Bose's father. Woodburn Park is the house of Netaji's family house. This letter was seen during secret censorship and passed on. India has become free, so there's a censorship on Subhash Bose's house. We should be grateful for your comments on the letter the manner in which he is writing as if he is informing about the marriage of his uncle. And we should be grateful for your comment on the letter. Why should you be grateful Baba? I asked the IB under RTI ki what was the answer, they did not give me any answer. He said we are not covered by the RTI. <laughs> do whatever you do. So uh, so this is what they were doing and the int- again the entire media uh, drew the same logical conclusion. In India today, these are not stand. Uh, uh, IB shared information on both. This is not Facebook post that is shared. This is betrayal. This is treason. IB shared info on Sabhaj skin with MI5. This is Times of India front page. Papers reveal Nehru's hand in stopping on Netaji's skin. My name is mentioned in the second paragraph. I'm so much afraid. If Rahul Baba becomes PM, me, what Hoga. <laughs> eh? Because the only people who are not concerned you know uh, uh, you know not one person from the RSS BJP spoke up after this case I, I, so, so so they were not concerned. That the problem is that if the BJP was on the other side, if the BJP. had done similar thing, and Congress were in power, again I'll speak Hindi. But they are so absorbed in Gandhi bhakti they cannot see beyond Gandhi Bhakti all the time. This is treason what the Congress has done, but there was no reaction from the BGP, they have clamped up completely. No statement, there are so many motor mouths in BGP and RSS. They keep on talking about all kind of nonsense, on the Sun. nobody uttered a word about this issue properly. So this is the case, and uh, how much time do I have now the Fezabad segment will take half an hour at least? Shall I continue? This is also summary, by the way, I'm a, I'm a PhD in, in Netaji Mystery. This is an elementary class seventh course which I'm giving you today. The <laughs> Next time I'll give you a PhD when I come, because I have to do my problem that I have to get to do the plane crash and Russian angle first, which nobody would want to believe. So, the moment we have uh, removed from public mind and the focus is on Pfizer, so we will come straight on the main issue, and that will be it. the problem with me that I have to do all this unnecessary work just to prove that forget about the plane crash and Russian angle, the real thing lies here. And this is the as I said, this is the PhD thing, this is very, very serious. No, there is no such thing as Gumnami Baba. It is a name given by media. This man was also not living in uh, Faizabad. He was living in different places. He surfaced for the first time in uh, uh, Lucknow in this house. I'm going to Lucknow after I go from here, I'll go to this house. I've never been there, this is a photograph I've seen. So, uh, so he, a strange man, uh, sometime in 50s, he's spotted for the first time here. Of course, the, it has changed now in those years it was not like this. He is remains in his room all the time, uh, doesn't go out, doesn't show his face to anybody, doesn't talk, doesn't give anybody his handwriting samples. You go inside the room, he will cover his face with something. If he has to move, he will do so at night, again he will cover his face. But then there would be rumours about him, strange rumours. Somebody would hear him talk, Babaji speaking in English, Babaji has got very good voice. Babaji speaking in Bengali, again he speaks in a very extraordinary way, sometimes there will be rumours that the chief minister has come to see him. So every time there will be rumours and the movement about Netaji would be there, this man would just flee from that area. So he would continue to go hop from one place to the another, remaining a very secretive retreat. He was in Nemisharana for long, many, many years, 10 years here, he was, this is broken now. Here there was a hut, there was a thing which is broken down, he would be here for quite some time. And these are very back of the beyond types nobody even today you go, these are very back of the beyond areas. Eventually he landed in a place called in Fazabad, The a house called uh, uh, Ram Bhavan, civil lines. He was not here. On the back side of the house, there was outhouse of two room and he was living here. This is my friend Chandru Ghosh. He and I are coming with a PhD thesis next, you know, very soon. So uh, people would uh, stand here. This room was not there, but inside the grill there used to be curtain and this old man will sit here. And he would converse people who would come and see him so there would be curtain. people were allowed to see him people saw him also and they say he was whoever he was he looked like Sebastian became old that's all but he became more open with old age he used to speak a lot after i think the age of 80 when he broke his uh, leg then he became very outspoken he just, but then still he was very very controlled very few people used to come and see him this is i'm giving example for example uh, you know what he would do the idea of the Baba, you should there is no Gumnami Baba per se. I'll, I'll give an example. There's a person called, he's no more, uh, 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 Mr. Pandey. Mr. Pandey uh, uh, appeared before Mukherjee commissions as a reliable witness. Mr. Pandey uh, uh, came in contact with this man and he, in 1960 something, I forgot the exact year, he said that uh, he wrote a letter to Gumnami Baba. The person we know was Gumnami Baba. In that letter, he wrote that certain Jawala, he wrote in English, broken English, but he wrote him in broken English that certain Jawala Pasad Misra who lives near to your house, he died recently on his deathbed, he called me and he told me who you are. So in the letter, he is not mentioning his name, but he is dropping all the indication that Jawala Pasad Misra told him you was a bashfuls. So for example, the letter he opened with the salutation, uh, great Bhagwan Ji, Jai Hind. Then he wrote this letter. Then he said, my name is Durga Pasad Pandey. I was born to my parents because they were very f- devout follower of Durga. Again he's trying to because he knew Netaji has a uh, uh, he was a Kali Bhaktan and, and that, that's so people call Netaji a communist. How can a, ka- a communist be a Kali Bhakt? What nonsense people talk about Sabash was. He was a f- devout Hindu. He ran away from his house to become a holy man. He was travelling in Himalayas for such a long time. In fact, somebody has told me that Mahindra Bhashi's guru he met there. And Mahindra Maharshi's Chela is uh, your your uh, ashishri Shishri there are some stories of which I'll, I don't talk right now here, but uh, so, so Shishi Ravi Shankar is a Mahindra Maharshi and Mahindra Maharshi's guru apparently met Subhashpur, so Shubhash had become a holy man when he was 15 years old, something like that. So people are calling him that he was a communist. Are he was a devout Hindu, became a holy man, who are you to teach him you know, Hinduism? So that's a that's part. So he said, I went in Himalaya durga pasad Pandey writings, in search of you. Now I, I want to meet you, I want to have an excess. So this Bhagwanji dodged him at that point of time, but he sent him a letter back. So I'm quoting from that letter. This Gumnami Baba wrote to Durga Pasar Pandey, and Durga Pasar Pandey deposed before Mukherjee Commission and deemed to be reliable. I also met him; he was a reliable old man. So why should a man in his Andes will tell somebody lies? This is Bhagwanji, sorry, Gumnami Baba is writing to Durga Pasar Pandey in response to his letter when he was dodging him. I am a bona fight, Dishnami Sannyasi, and you will know that a man under the holy orders incurs death according to the civil laws. And a sannyasi is dead to his former life. It is in the keeping of Divine Mother Durga and Father Lord Shiva. In passing, you shall find cogent answers to all your hypotheses, queries, thought, both as expressed in your letter and which remain unexpressed in your heart. Pursue with your heart calmly, quietly, lovingly. Every word, phrase, sentence, and their constructions are pointers for you. They are pregnant with possibility. Seek and thou shalt find. If you have 10 more Babas like this in UP, we will open Oxford University Center in UP actually. Babas don't use such English in in India. If they do, they will open in Ashram in America or England. So this is not an ordinary Baba making these kind of statements, you know. Then, but whenever he used to talk about him, so he has a manner of speaking, he would say, you're dead man. So he would of course refer to S, son of mother India, whatever. Of course he would talk about Subhash directly, he has mentioned that him again, but Invariably he would talk to your dead man, Mirk Booth, Ghost, the dead or the ghost of the dead, something like this. This is one one specimen of his, you know, he wrote some point of time. When your dead man was in Berlin, a German, great German doctor scientist became friendly. And in the course of his talks, he said that in his lab he found that radar beam particles do not bounce back if they strike something. The doctor could not inform any other government agencies or other scientists, he was a bombing rate casualty. In one secret place, your dead man tested about the truth of that German scientist finding and he found to be 100% fact. So he, in those days, we did not have the radar thing, sir. Is he's talking about stealth and he's saying, okay, if you place one cloth after another, I will talk to some of my friends in IIT to see whether there's an element of truth in it. If you place one sort of cloth, it actually can do the stealth. So he is talking in the, in the context of a top secret Russian facility in a no man's land, which Stalin has created. So this man would talk about so many things, for example, this is a quotation of Gumnami Baba. It's in Bangla, but it, this is done in English. This was original English. This is in Bengali, done in Bengali, from Bengali into English have been done by us. He's, the Gumnami Baba is talking about certain things, for example, concentration camps of central Siberia contain male and female laborers, farmers, craftsmen, authors, scientists, and teachers from 5,000 to 25,000. Not one or two, there are f- almost 49 concentration camps. They are manufacturing ultra-modern goods for daily use. They are trans- these are transported to the r- retail outlet from main city. Those who buy these do not know that they have been manufactured by their parents, brothers and sisters and other kin. If you came to know what goes on there, you would have run for your life. Driven by hunger, people have gone to the extent of eating their own skin. One day a new camp was being constructed, so the soldiers took 10,000 prisoners with them, but there was no hut there. The duty was to install pillars by digging 12 feet holes in the ice. Keep your body warm by heavy work. Anyone who does not follow this, freeze and die. All this is not hearsay. Your dead man has experienced all this. So he would recall experiences in you know, Siberia. Stalin did not behave like an enemy towards me. My own people did. I know how Radha Krishna became president. Every word that came from this man's mouth is, you know, is astonishing. He is talking about things which are in classified files in those days, which are, which did not become public knowledge for many many you know decades. He is talking about how INA treasure was looted. He is talking about there was no plane crash. He is talking about how he escaped to Russia. All the work was done in advance. He's talk, he has made certain very caustic comments, and I don't know how he has made those comments about certain leaders, uh, and so on and so forth. So, so then this man when he died. So obviously it was at that point of time the issue became, came out in the open. So then they went into his room, they found belonging, the typical Bengali Sadhu, whatever he was. So these are some of the belongings of the holy man discovered after his death because then the issue became public knowledge in uh, in Fazabad. So this is, for example, the smoking, p- there was no Baba, please just get it off your head. This guy, whoever he was, he had a smoking pipe or a cigar in his mouth, speak in English and Bengali. Hindi was not good. I am a Hindi speaker. His Hindi was not good. Uh, he was not a Hindi speaker and he used to talk about security, intelligence, and that sort of a thing. Other than religion, but other. So was very fond of round, uh, he had an Omega gold watch given by his mother. So he used to wear round watch. So he had uh, both Omega gold and Rolex watch. So this picture case I'm showing you only the Rolex, but he also had Omega gold. So Pose was having a Omega watch gold, his mother had given him one. But, but what interests me is that Baba was carrying an entire library with him. Forget about other things. In today's time, I'm talking about 2018, the place where he was living in Basti, if you have saw a holy man living there and the intelligence branch gets a news that this Baba subscribed Time magazine, they will read his house in the evening. Which Baba reads for Time magazine Baba? Something Has to be something fishy. So Reader Digest, you know all kind of papers, you know P.G. Woodhouse collection, you know Charles Dickens' entire collection, all kind of stuff you would associate with a highly accomplished man. Or you know why, why, why would be somebody be reading the Britannic Encyclopedia all volumes and making cut marks and making comments on so forth? Essentially, books on certain places in books he has lost temper and he's made comments also. This is a very poor photocopy of a Brigadier Dalby's, you know, Himalayan blunder, the China war with Pakistan, with with China, we had. Next time, I'll show you very clear copies, but this is very poor. This small size book, he has made comments on the margin, as he has in other cases. Uh, Dalvi writes, he, We did not fool the Chinese. He said, You fooled yourself. This is Gumami Baba writing. And he's writing that somewhere in the book, uh, Pandiji is quoted as saying, We were stabbed in our backs. Uh, Gumnami Baba writes, uh, A lie, black, he was a clown and a neighbor at that. Well, he has actually described the art of war, sir, so art of war, how to fight how we have failed, so the multiple thing but he has given do's and don'ts of war in the context of Chinese war, he should do's and don'ts. So this is one don't I am giving you from the Gumnami Baba's art of war, to an extent we are also following those rules. Uh, don't lunch, I'm sorry, don't lunch while, whilst your opponent can parry. The experience of history shows that no effective stroke is possible until enemy's power of resistance or evasion is paralyzed. Hence, no commander should launch a real attack upon enemy in position until he's satisfied that such a paralysis is developed. If I want to target uh, one of, for example, him, as long as that gate is open, I will not attack him. I will first get the but then catch him. So that's what he's planning. He do's and don'ts of warfare which Indian government should follow, which they're not following. I marvel because I have some of these notes he is writing with so much of insight and clarity. I, I very doubt if the director of IB could have written in those days in 62 war. This, for example, he's giving, what is war? If he's describing as a practitioner of war, what is a war? If there is one principle of war that can be condense- condensed into a single word, it is concentration. It implies concentration of strength against weakness and for any real value, it needs to be explained that the concentration of strength against weakness depends on the dispersion of opponent's strength. Those who do- shall complain that this all this is not easy reading should be gently reminded that war is no easy business. Basically, the approach is simple. The enemy must be made to dispose his forces under pressure and should be kept in dark about the point or points where a concentrated attack will be made to bring about disorganization. So multiple things, I'm just showing you that he was able to say things and he was likely, uh, do you know why we lost the Chinese war in 62? Uh, what, what, what went wrong? Actually, one of the reasons we went wrong was that, I think we got sucked in by our own thinking that Einstein is a cure for everything. We forget that it might get one a Nobel Prize which we never got by the way, Pandijji's name went 11 times nobody gave him Nobel Prize, even Gandhiji was not considered, your Yasar Arafat who was a terrorist he got a Nobel Peace Prize, yeah. Dr. Henry Kissinger got the Nobel Prize, yeah. ji never got, 11 times he tried but he, uh, Mahatma Gandhi also never got. In fact one of the re- reason for rejection Mahatma Gandhi they have mentioned so. Singh the way he has behaved with him and doesn't suit him. The way he was kicked out of Congress party and humiliated and you know the, the manner which we. So. We lost because we were, uh, uh, the very famous quotation of Pandiji known that we need not, need not an army. We are a peaceful country. We not, don't need an army. So there was, from the very start, an antipathy towards the armed forces. Okay, we don't need army. We are a people of Vainsa. So we will do without it. So the army was not prepared. So when the Chinese attacked us, we just ran away because we couldn't fight. We didn't have weapons. We had nothing. So this Gumami Baba is writing there itself that okay, this is a blessing in disguise. He is writing it in December 1962, something which we understood in 65 war with Pakistan by the time we had prepared. We were able to counterattack the Pakistanis. This man was making assessment in 62 that this is a blessing in disguise for you that now you understand that this is not how the country can be governed. So, uh, anyhow, so this all happened. There was a local inquiry by a lot of, lot of journalists. So, they were, this is what, uh, by Ashok Tandon in Hindi, Hindi magazine and Hindi paper. In English, it was a paper called Northern India Patrika from Lucknow. So there was a special team formed from uh, Sayyid Qasim Rusein, Nirbal Nebedan, Rodar. Kausamji is no more. Nirbal Nebedan, people say he was bumped off. If he had not died, uh, he would have been a great journalist because he was uh, Sheikh Gupta's contemporary, very well-known journalist. You have his books even now. Very, and Ji is still there. He's a professor he's is a, a, a principal retired of, of, of a college. So they all somehow reached a conclusion after this man died in 85, 86 that he was Subhash Chandra when this was happening, all this happened, Netaji's niece and Netaji's nephew came and they began to see those objects which I was showing you just now because, and and, and she identified, if you can't read Hindi, she's saying Lalita Bose, who is Netaji's niece, she's saying Gumnami Baba was Subhash Bose. And she told people that this is my uncle, this is my grandfather, this is my father writing to him, so on and so forth. This is how the whole thing came up. Then she went to the, of course, uh, local DM, uh, district magistrate who was not cooperative, she went to the chief minister, the chief minister told her privately, look, this is beyond me, Delhi has to take a call. She was advised by somebody to file a suit in High Court. Very strange thing happened there when, when it matter went to that, that level. So I'll, let me before that, I'll, I'll let me show you something. Now, this is the statement by, uh, in a place written in Hindustan times, Lita is making statement. Um, uh, 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 she said that he was of the same age. Now whoever Gumnami Baba was, he claimed to have been born on uh, 23rd of January in 19, 7, 12, 15 PM, which is Sabha's postage, age, t- t- time of birth, whatever. Same size, Netaji was, but we, d- we haven't seen him, so people were generally shorter, now people have become very tall. So Netaji was five foot nine and a half, something like that. So that was height. So Gumami Baba was same height. Very fair, Netaji's mother was very fair, father was dark skin. So you have half of the member who are dark side, uh, some people are very fair. So mother was very fair, Sabash was also very fair had no hair on his body very little hair on his body he had a cut mark here because he had a gallbladder operation done so bhash if you see his pictures very carefully he has a uh, gap in his front teeth here so all of this corresponds to you know you know this man also a size and color his accent was bengali no his accent was calcassian bengali that means just as my accent is a typical dilli accent Gumnami Baba's accent was of a Bengali who is from Calcutta region, sophisticated, upper-middle-class accent. So whoever Baba was, he had lived in Calcutta for the formative years. His notes on books in English and Bengali look like Subhash was handwriting. Now, if anybody is aware of the legal uh, point of view here, if you have your handwriting sample cleared by an expert, this is your handwriting, suppose you are not there, and somebody very close to you, your family member, your your, your wife or son or niece, whatever, they claim, yes, this is the handwriting of my so-and-so. It is technically as good as a DNA test. It's just a legal issue that Lalita Bose was dead when Mukherjee commission was functioning. Otherwise, if she had made the statement, not before media, but before a commission of inquiry, it would have a legal force. But we have the reports of in the content, so why should we dispute this thing? So when uh, Lalita Bose uh, tried to, this is a very strange thing I heard. This is not an evidence, but I'm telling you I heard. This is a very strange thing. I. Have talked about recent times also. Lalita Bose was in the process of approaching the uh, Ilabad High Court over this case. Ki there should be an inquiry about this issue. And this was in the early, late eighty five and early eighty six. She eventually filed the case in February eighty six. But she had made it very clear. I'm going to file a case. So she had Robin Mitra, who is a very eminent lawyer. Robin Mitra's eldest elder daughter eldest daughter, Bulbul was the what do you call attorney general in central. She was the attorney general of the UP State. Some, Solicitor General, So Bulbul Ghadiyal is the daughter of, 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 of uh, so one of the chelas of uh, uh, Robin Mitra was Justice A.S. Farma who became the Chief Justice of India. So Robin was a very well known name actually in the legal fraternity and if I'm not a Bulbul Madam is I think by marriage linked to this uh, your cricketer, what is that name, Anushka Sharma because she was in the marriage, she put photograph. She has, by marriage, she's related to them. So these are all well-to-do people from big family, you know, they're all proper English-speaking class. They're not, they're not buffoons sitting in some remote part of the country. So they like, uh, mm, uh, uh, so when she was in the process of doing this, suddenly, now this is one, uh, I was, you know, I went to do a program many, many years ago. Mr. jagmohan the former governor, he discussed the book and he was very fascinated. He said, Ki, I never heard about it. This is such a fascinating thing, you know you have so many books coming out from this Baba, how can a Baba even think of keeping a book like this, this is a very polished man who is reading such books and so many other things are there, we never heard about it, how can it be? The question is how can this case be, mixed? this is something so exciting, this should have made news all over the country, why was it contained to UP? This is a big story, Netaji is talking about all this, this should have made news all over the country, this is not a local UP issue. Well, it so happened this case was overshadowed by another case at the same time. Now in 85, late 85, 86, when Dalita, Shah, Dalita Bose was trying to approach the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the court, suddenly for no reason and rhyme, if you read the Ilabad High Court Order of the Ram Mumi Temple, uh, Justice Ayu Khan's order, he has made it very clear, everybody knows this thing, ki government of India, Rajiv Gandhi's government planted somebody in that case. And that planted fellow who was not a party to the dispute, he went to the court suddenly and he said, Ki, I want the gate to be open. And this is the starting point of the Ram temple and uh, Babri Mujid problem. Ki, suddenly for no reason Ram, the Rajiv Gandhi government decided and they planted a person there and this person instigated the whole thing by planting, you know, and judge also allowed it. So that is the, the being indicted in the Labad High Court order, Ki, something went wrong. So the standard wisdom theory which people give, which is not accepted by some people in Faizabad in that area, in yup- uh, the area, they say that Rajiv Gandhi was trying to you know, balance both because in Shahbano case he was uh, deemed to be pro Muslim. So, just to counter that thing, he did this case. I am sorry, I mean, this is, I don't accept. I am a student of political science. The Congress party is completely in favor of Majid and Ardhya. They are lawyers fighting in favor of Mosque Why would Congress party do something to make a temple there? Rajiv Gandhi was the most secular person on the planet. He would not want to see a temple there. So, why would he do something to make a temple? So, people say, they say, to douse, to, to put out this fire, they started a bigger fire so every time we heard word Fazabad, we thought of the ram temple issue and we never thought in the same area we had such a big issue so uh, knowing the background of these people in delhi the intelligence books you can never never trust them we what tricks they you know they can be up to so this is i heard i do not know uh, the one day the files will come out we'll know more so what happens now i'll finish in the next 10 minutes then we can have question if you have time there are t- uh, basically three types of uh, um, uh, reasons coming why which why should we believe this man, and these are legally admissible reasons. First of all, we have eyewitness account. There were people who were very close to Bose, revolutionary people who could die for him though nearly died for him actually, and they were in secret contact with this man. Why would these people tell lie? They had no motive in fact they kept their mouth shut, for example, this man is Mohan Roy. I, in secret service, he almost died for Netaji. In fact, he uh, uh, left his family. I mean, it's one thing not to have mar- not to have family, but he left his family subhash post So you can well imagine the level of, you know, devotion he had for that man. And uh, he was like, uh, um, uh, when he was put on trial, and then there was a claim made to Gandhiji also, because when he was arrested uh, uh, for, he was sent by Netaji to spy on India, they were caught and they were sentenced to death. Along with him, also was uh, caught uh, one of Netaji's uh, nieces' husband, Haridas Mitra, whose son is the current chief uh, finance minister of Bengal, uh, uh, Fik, uh, Amit Mitra of Fiki. So, Amit Mitra's father was also sentenced to death along with his, this man. So, Netaji's niece, and of course, using personal link, went to Madhiji, please do something. Of course, after they knew each other. So, Gandhiji also, so this man's name is there in history, Pabitra Bohonra. Then he was an MLA also. But then, once he got in touch with Bhab, this Father Bad fellow, no politics, so you just remain underground, don't be in limelight. So he also was an MLA of, uh, of K- uh, Assembly of Bengal for some time. So we have around 85 letters of Gumnami Baba, we found the letter of, and this man is giving him all reports like an intelligence officer, everything about Netaji is being reported to this man, so this is very clear. So, so you have eyewitness account, eyewitness account is being supported by the, the documentary evidence found, and all this information uh, I, I forgot to tell you when Dalita Bose, she uh, filed a suit eventually in February, the Honorable Elabad High Court issue an interim order. All the belongings of Bhagwan should be secured and kept in treasury. So all these belongings are secured on commission, uh, on the High Court's order. In fact, they're not in public domain. These photocopies were taken many, many years ago. Originals I don't have with me. So these are seized by Elabad High Court order. These cannot be questioned. These are proper government documents. There's a high court ruling. In fact, there's a high court ruling in my favor. Don't worry about it. So, the, but whatever Lalita Bose filed in 1986, the answer came in only in 2013, and the court has praised me. So, I'm completely free. So that's why I speak very frankly and openly because you cannot put me down on legal ground. So, you have multiple, for example, now the letter of the RSS chief, Guru golwalkar who because of whom we have a BJP government today in power. He was also in touch with this man. You also have some Muslims writing to him, some Sikhs also writing to him, who is this great Baba? Muslims writing to him, Sikh writing to him, then your uh, RSS chief is writing and you know the, if you read the manner in which he is writing, here he is written Dr. Hidgivar. this is Bhagwan Ji's handwriting and he is writing, I mean, I bow before you 100 times, so who is this uh, great man, you are bowing before him 100 times, this is 1973, this is sometime before uh, Golwalkar Ji died, he was suffering from cancer. In fact, on the back Bhagwan Ji is making his ho- ho- some um, calculation about his life and whatever, because he was almost he was he was dead after a few months. So the letter suggests that this uh, golwalkar Ji was taking some instruction from this man. He is giving him some detail that you asked me to do this thing, it will be done and please tell me more, something like that uh, at a time when he was almost, you know, he was he died after a few months. There are multiple people, the problem with us is we do not know these characters if you know then we'll understand that is the point the reason why I take such a long time to explain because you do not know these characters who are these now this is a man called Tilokinap Chakravarti Maharaj now who is this character recently I think your Mani Chankar has talked about him because now in some congress circle they have uh, started to take this man's name just to show we Savarkar in the poor light, because Savarkar and he together were in Kalapani and he never said sorry and uh uh, uh, the uh, importance was that he was in jail for 30 years. He was in Kalapani, he was in Mandalay jail. No senior, Cong- no Congress leader of his name was sent to Kalapani and Mandalay jail, which were very s- notorious jails. Uh, you know very well, people are sent to Agha Palace, etc. They were not sent to Kalapani. So workers spent 14 hours. We, people like us cannot spend even single day there. Uh, I don't get a proper room, hotel, I get problem. Without ACE, we can't sleep. Uh, so the uh, The problem, so this man spent 30 years in jail. They were so notorious, they were not allowed to do anything because they were sitting in jail all the time. And he was in Mandalay jail, he was in Kalapani for several years and he was well respected. In fact, uh, 1970, he he did not come back to India, he remained, he was in Dhaka, he remained there. He is liked by uh, the people who are good in, in Bangladesh because he was part of the struggle against the Pakistani regime. Mujibur Rahman also knew him. He came to India in 1970 or 69, he died here actually in Delhi. He was fettered by the Indian parliamentarians, because everybody knew who was Maharaj, is the revolutionary, Maharaj of revolutionaries, very respected old man, revolutionary old man. So he was fettered and Mrs. Gandhi came and she in with her on her hand, she gave him uh, the misty the, the Mithai part, because Mrs. Gandhi, Indra Gandhi has, had studied in Calcutta, she was a Shanti Neketan student, so she was aware of all this thing. Maharaj is a big guy, only thing his name is not there now to so he forget. So, so Maharaj in 1963 was informed when he was in Dhaka, how he was informed is also like a spy thriller but forget that. He was informed of Bhagwan presence so he wrote him a letter. So this is the letter recovered from Paisabad and uh, I showed it to a Netaji's nephew and he said he is writing as if he is writing to my uncle. The only problem is ki the date is 1963, so he's writing the person with whom I was lodged in Mandalay Jail. As I told you that no senior congress leader was sent to Mandalay or Kalapani, uh, exceptions were of course uh, in uh, Mandalay Jail you have uh, Lala Lajpatrae, Bal uh, Gangadhar Tilak and Subhashan Indrabos. So he was there, so when he writes here ki the person with whom I was lodged in Mandalay Jail, Subhash Bose, played tennis and participated in Durga Puja, Well Subhash Indrabos picked up tennis in Mandalay, otherwise he used to not play, so this is also fact. I have not forgotten him. I am still with him. In Delhi in 1940, a Shankar Lal's residence, this is Shankar Lal was the General Secretary of our blog with Netaji. I was with him. I was by his side while we toured toward United Province, U.P. Uttar Pradesh. On a chilly night in the Agra ground, hundreds of people were waiting for him till 9 at night. Yes, some Netaji went to Agra. In fact, I gave a talk in Agra and somebody in the, when I was giving lecture, he said yes, my, my father was present an old man told me my father was there. It's a matter of what Nitaji was in Agra, of course he was a nationalist, he, he used to go everywhere. I am eagerly awaiting for the same person, the oppressed and tortured people of East Pakistan are waiting for him. So this would be a resume again, again, again. Why you are not coming out? We are getting old, people are so troubled. So this kind of thing you know, it, it would, be, would be, you know. And, um, and this man made uh, amazing uh, prediction about uh, what happened in Bangladesh. Many, many years before it happened, he said millions of people are going to come from their side, so make sure you go there. He wrote a couple of uh, b- the, uh, quite st- probably a year before it happened in East Pakistan. It would be written in history after that for a short period, this part was known as East Pakistan and he claimed much before it happened that uh, there's a game of chess going on and it's a matter of seven days in East Pakistan and this will be a separate country. And he has talked about operational details and so many things, so uh, on so and so forth. There were rumors of uh, Manik Shah visiting him. There were rumors of Kao being in touch with him, this Baba, whatever. So, this is a huge thing with which. Uh, now, there's another example. I'm giving example of multiple people. So, this is when we think of Netaji in terms of people. We also know Netaji encouraged women to fight. I cannot say it for others because you know, they did certain things which I can't discuss here. Now the uh, Subhash pose encouraged but we think of Lakshmi Swaminathan, in a female, uh, you know, the, the, the Rani Jhansi Brigade. Well, the, if you th- because she became very famous. Otherwise, if you ask me, uh, Janaki Nathan was probably more closer. She was the second uh, Rani Jhansi Brigade thing, and she was a much bigger person. She died recently. She was the head of the Malaysian Congress, and she died as a rich, very well-known woman. But Lakshmi Swaminathan became very famous because she became a heroine for all of us, and there's some good photographs of her available. Others are not available in that sense. But if you ask me the most uh, women, among the women associate of Subhashpur, the most famous and most no, uh, notable was Leela Roy. Now Leela Roy, I mean, if you have somebody's portrait in Parliament House, especially if you're not from Congress party, that person has to be a great person, One can't be ordinary person. Dr. Manmohan Singh unveiling certain portrait and Leela Roy's portrait is there. And Leela Roy was, uh, well, she also requires a you know, lot of Lila Roy was a very extraordinary person in the sense that most of the revolutionary freedom fighters came from lower middle-class family background. People actually fire, they do take recourse to violence. People who came from the upper middle-class and rich people were basically you know, not into those things. She was an exceptional, she was, a, her father was a Rai Bahadur, Rai Bahadur you understand what it means in those days. Her grandfather was a Rai Bahadur, was a district magistrate of one portion in, in Dhaka. She was the first MA in English from that part of the world with women and all the thing. Uh, this is a photograph when she was old. She was very good-looking when she was young. She knew Subhash Post for that time. They were teenagers, and uh, you know, and uh, others I can understand. But Lia and him do very well. They uh, treated as par. They were you know teenagers. They they knew each other. So this is a letter I wrote to Dilip Kumar Roy, who was Subhash Post's personal friend, never in politics. He was a singer who became a holy man. You have his ashram in Pune even today. And she's writing to Dilip Roy after meeting Gumnami Baba when she cried like anything after meeting him. Are, these details are different. This is 1963. She's writing, Ki I have suffered a stroke. So my handwriting is shaking, so please forgive me for my handwriting. I want to tell you something about your friend. This is she's writing in Bengali. Then she writes, he quote, he is alive in India. Your friend is alive in India. And then she says in Bangla that is remembering you. But he has told me not to tell you anything more, there's a strong interjection on me not to say anything more. But she ri- she's quoting Gumnami Baba, it was Dilip who always wanted to make me mystic. So this is how she informed, So because Gumnami Baba when she met him, he asked her to inform certain people about him, starting with uh, his elder brother, Neshwar <laughs> inform my brother that I am alive, inform others, inform a couple of people about me. So Dr. Dilip Kumarwai being Netaji's. Personal friend was also informed. So this is uh, Dilip Kumar Roy, subhash Post This is taken in Cambridge. This is CC Desai, if I am not wrong. He became an I. C. S. He was an ambassador sir, to many countries, so uh, he was an I. C. S. Officer, I. C. S. This I am forgetting. Certain Mr. Banerjee. So, but they were all together. In this is uh, um, uh, Dilip Kumar Roy. He became a holy man. Dilip Kumar Roy was also very. His father is a very uh, one of the legendary singers. He is also very well known. MS Subha Lakshmi was also trained by him, Dilip, Dilip Kumar Roy, he became a very well known holy man afterwards. So anyhow, so we have multiple people who knew Subhashpur, w- were in touch with this man and they probably felt the same, so you have documentary evidence. N- in terms of forensic, we have a couple of things. First of all, uh, Justice Mukherjee wanted to lift this man's fingerprint, but let's say the government was not keen, so remove that thing. So you have the handwriting samples and there were a couple of teeth discovered there and so you could do DNA testing. So these were the samples. So handwriting sample was seen by, uh, I made it possible initially, i went going to one of the India's most expert, retired top man from the Ministry of Home Office, chief example of question documents, and he was a director of some, some forensic lab also, but post retirement he was still number, no, very sought after man. So so these are the, some of the handwriting samples of Gunami Baba, we showed him, and he gave a report. This is for example, again, Gunami Baba's handwriting. This is writing to Kashi Naresh, the Kashi king of Kashi was also known to be very socially mobile. He's uh, this uh, strange, I mean he's writing letter in Hindi but he's quoting from the, uh, you know, Apollo lessons Then invoked, there are a lot of Latin and other phrases. Well, he, this again, uh, well, I'll tell you something about, there's a letter which he writes to Lila Roy, and Leela Roy writes him back and she says, the manner in which you have written me the letter the kind of words you have used, the idioms that you use, any child can tell who you are. So he writes back, is that so? I will try to change my style. So then he made an attempt to disguise his handwriting, which you cannot, but uh, among reason, this is actually Bengali, written in Devnagri script. Dev script. Uh, Bengali is not written in Dev Nagri script. So this is, the, it looks like Hindi, but this is Bengali. And Bengali is not written like this. So because he was trying to disguise, so for example, he's saying ki, I have died and I've become bhoot, i have become a ghost. Why do you people form loaded dice commission to know about me? Populous word DCP, you all people wish to be fooled. So he like, he's getting a bit philosophical mode in this particular letter. And I can tell you that this man did not know Hindi, his Hindi is like full of Bengali words and Urdu words, he does not, he's thinking in English and writing in Hindi. So the grammatical construction is English, but you're writing in Hindi. So he's not a Hindi speaker, I can tell you. So the experts said the handwriting is Subhash Posh's. Now it is scientifically impossible for somebody to copy your handwriting in two languages for 30 years. It is scientifically impossible. In fact, uh, you can barely make out who's Subhash Pose and who's Baba. Which one is Baba and which is Subhash Posh? Uh, this is Netaji and this is uh, Baba quoting Umar khayab With them the seed of wisdom did I sow and with my own hand labored it to grow and this was all the harvest that I reaped. I came like winter and like wind I go. Now this, the expert explained many things this is a very detailed report, these are all scientific and you know that handwriting expert's opinion taken as evidence in courts of law all over the world, in America, in India, England, everywhere. This is a sample of Netaji's handwriting from National Archive, 1934. Uh, this is a scribble from Faizabad, 1984. So obviously this man is old, so you can see his hand is shaking, so you cannot compare handwriting of an old man with a young person. Much younger person, but expert told me that, for example, among other things, he accounted for every alphabet, of course, both in English and Bengali. Ki when Netaji used to insert something, he would put a this specific insertion mark. So very peculiar of Subhash Bose's handwriting. He said whenever this Baba does it, he also put. Next time I'll show you exactly the same because I am showing you very inferior quality sample. Because next time if I come here, but we must have a bigger crowd, not not smaller crowd. So so he he said ki this is like this man is saying same thing, only different there is hand is shaking with age but it's the same handwriting the same. The expert writes there is such a faithful reproduction of some peculiarities that even a gap of time to the extent of decades cannot hide them. You can barely make out which is Netaji and which is Gumami Baba. These both samples are written around 30-40 years apart. So but it is a similar style. First thing you can mention is C. Look at see how they writing C here. C here. This is B- Gumami Baba and this is Netaji because C is Calcutta. So he has a peculiar way of writing C's own city, Calcutta, Subhash stands so the C. So there'll be a small dot here. So sometimes the expert explained me, this man tried to, exp- you know, he tried to fudge. He would, uh, you know, for example, he would write D in a different way. But he said, I can make out this. This is a real person. He's just trying to fudge it. So so handwriting expert is clear. Now the problem is here, like this, that the teeth were proven to be negative. So then the question arises, Ki obviously, of course, the DNA test, I mean, may be fine everything is fine but the dna is of course much more scientific the dna is if the dna report is there that the uh, you know the um, it's not netaji obviously you know why can it be well one thing i say here of course uh, dna scientific but the human hand which does the dna test is not very scientific in our country i am very sure that this uh, the cfsl report which has gone to the court Implicating your Kanaiya Kumar, they will say this is a false report given by Government of India. They are refusing to believe that the Archaeological Survey of India report is believed because ESI works under the Government of India. Even though the report was done at the order of the Labad Cal- High Court in the Ram Temple issue, they will refuse to believe. I am giving you that thing, they will say this is all false reports. Now this is not me saying, Times of India, India among most corrupt countries says Adwani. IBM live, Walmart flags India, China corrupt nations. India fourth most corrupt nation survey. The whole world knows that ours is a corrupt country, we can give money, we can get whatever we want. So what is the big deal? You think in this, the the Mukherjee Commission report is indicting the Ministry of Home Affairs of not support, not not cooperating with the inquiry. And the same home ministry labs are doing the DNA testing. You are the culprit here. Are you aware of the Aadhaar card? You are aware. Have you got the Adhaar card made? It's proper scientific. It's very scientific Dhar card. It's almost like a biometrics you, you, as you would do for a visa. So here they have produced the Aadhar card of Harmanji. Paisa Khakar Ke. I've got a report on this thing. This is like. Now sometime back, i got a identity report, Paisa Ke, somebody made the uh, driving lessons of Barack Obama in India. What is the big deal? I mean, I give you, you give money, you can produce. These, these, uh, these bones are of Jesus Christ. People give money, they will give you all the reports. Now, this is the Delhi High Court ordered an inquiry, I think two months back in Delhi. So this is why I have many details, but I'm giving you just to understand the whole idea. Delhi High Court has already ordered a CBI inquiry into the working of the Government Forensic Lab because they take money and they change the DNA reports. If you can do for such thing, you can think such a big case. In fact, I'll tell you two things. There were two DNA tests were done. The teeth were first sent to the CDFD Hyderabad. I am not a stupid, I, I also know what DNA is. I was following the commission's work as a journalist. I know, I can I can say publicly, there was a telephone call from the CDFD Hyderabad, the DNA has matched. But when the report came, something else was written. The second case is even more, more interesting actually. In fact, I am countering that report by quoting a very an expert DNA who's in America, but this is not correct report. So I've got, so that data is in my book also, by the way. He has given you account, he was working for that lab actually, at that part of time. So we have our friend sitting in the government lab who's giving us information. this is all cooked up, this is not how these things are, uh, uh, happened. Now for, then the same thing happened. are the same teeth. Now, it's very strange. The, uh, the CD of the Hyderabad said, Ki we used two teeth and we could not get sufficient DNA from it. What prevented you from using the other 3-4 th- teeth, anyhow, so they send the teeth to the CFSL Calcutta, Mr. Kashyap performed the, the testing, Dr. Ka- Kashyap. Then a most strange thing happened. It is possible only by a time travel or some skull degree. It so happened, there's a paper called Anand Bajar Patrika, who is a known mouthpiece of the Congress party. And they have no sympathy for Subhash they have been making fun of this entire case. Before the DNA t- I mean, DNA is a science. You take testing today and the result comes out after a couple of weeks and you know, so forth. In this case, it took several months. So the DNA, this science here was like this that even before the DNA test was started, the, the news was out and published in ABP. The DNA is negative. So there's a new science we can only explain by a time travel. Probably the the journalist you know went ahead in time, he saw the outcome and he came back and reported. It's not possible. So that is a that the story was planted in media, so the, the DNA test was fudge. So that is my case, I have given details, but I did not have much time, so I didn't want to pursue further. So thank you very much for your time. I am here, I am not running, so any questions, I'll take the answer. But essentially after this, now, there are certain very basic questions, because I'm only touching the outline of this case. No, no, don't, uh, because I've got some videos, in case they want, I'll show them videos. Okay. Huh, that's okay. So the, the, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that, uh, the, uh, that, that, in case, say the sake of the argument, if we assume, because in case somebody has a question, I'll answer and I'll show video in response, by the way. I would like to show video. So let me let me answer. I'm, com- I'm not finished. No, one line. Last thing. I'm, because it is not life is not a Bollywood film. It's very complicated. So not everything can be explained in hour. It takes time. Even Arushi Terwar cannot be explained in two hours. So this is very big, 70 years. So very complicated. Now, let's assume for the sake of the argument that Gumami Baba Sabash If If that is true. Assume for the sake of the argument, the three basic questions will arise, grown-up people, even a child will ask the same question. The first question which will, uh, A, there has to be hell of a reason why this man didn't come out. Yes. Well, I can't give you answer in detail because the brief answer would be that he would be asked, why are you not coming out? He would say, my coming out is not in India's national interest. People of country would suffer if my entity is disclosed. So this is not a language of Baba, but a detailed answer will take me two hours, so leave that aside. Second thing, if this man is Subharshan Ribos, the question of government of India, our given our expertise and intelligence, that they were not aware does not rise. The answer is yes. I think in the time of possibly the time of Shastiji or uh, by Indra Gandhi, by all means, they were aware of him. They had, it seems to me, some kind of a communication. Number two. Number three, if this man is Netaji, then he cannot keep quiet. He cannot keep still. Well, this man has made astounding claims one after another. What do I say? So many claims about the seventy-one war, about the sixty-five war, about the Chinese war. He is claiming that he was responsible for things turning in our favor, especially in seventy-one war. So there are certain things which he is saying. There are, I mean, I, I do not know how to explain. For example, sir, in Beijing, China, Beijing proper, there is a place called Tishan Chong, which is. I'm pronouncing somebody, some Chinese told me how to pronounce Chong. which means you'll find it on Wikipedia also. Underground City, it's a former top secret bunker, which was built by Mao in 1969 to 73, 74. There was a fear of uh, Chinese having a problem with Russian, and there was a fear they might drop bombs on them, atom bombs. So basically, it's a top secret nuclear bomb bunker, in case of problem, they will take the entire top screen underground, so it can, have 20,000 people, so you have theatres, you've got swimming pool and all that. We also have it in Delhi, we are also not Gandhi Ji ka chela, so we also have it, but that's a different matter. The only thing that, the China is a close country even today, I mean I'm talking about 1960s, 70s. The world did not know the existence of this bunker until 1990s. Do you expect a Babaji sitting in Basti to know about this thing? With, with my own eyes, I've seen that. So he's like by making comments about different things about the seventy one war. Even before the event happens, he is telling key Yehoga, Yehoga So this is something very strange. So he is claiming, making and that will lot of details. So so that's so this these three things are there. And uh the only thing he maybe in, in in the fullness of time when my new new book is out I should be able to this is my new book is coming. My Chandra Ghai, my my gosh bhai. it's called Karandram Sabhosis Life After Death. Already we have signed a contract to make a movie on this book. So this movie is called Gumnami and it should be releasing next year. The book will come first and movie will come later on. So after I am finished with this I am going to Lucknow because they will probably we have some work to be done. So thank you. So, so I cannot if you have many uh, that question about why he didn't come out will take me a long time. So now I am open to questions. I am not in a hurry. The end of Gumnami war? He died in 1985. He died in 1985. Five. In 1985, Netaji would have been 88 years old. Netaji was one year younger to Maraji Desai. Uh, yes, there are, eyewitnesses? there are there are there Yes. Was there any similarity there? Similarity in his face? Ah. No. People saw him even when he was living, so people said he was he looked like Subhash. Was only thing he had become old, had put on fat. What so is what is your gut feeling? Is he the same person or not? My gut feeling. Yeah. I'm saying he was a Bosch post. My feeling oh. is, I've given my feeling for oh, something. Good, good, good. Ah, oh. <coughs> Thank you. Hmm. Um, why did they do test on Why did do, because the uh, the commission had to prove the case, so they found teeth. So the test had to be done. The commission was supposed to find who this person was, so the one was suit at a DNA test, but DNA test was first by the. Uh, in your first slide, hmm. you are, the newspaper cutting saying that uh, you could have asked me this thing in the morning. I can show you the picture of that man. No, there's no that, uh, there's no connection. No, no, no. I know the question. I could have shown you. I can turn and show you. If the question is ki was Subhash Chandra Bose present in Tashkent? Mm. And this, the answer is no. That yeah. is a long story. Somebody has planted it just to confuse people. Somebody is mudding the waters. That person is Siddharth. He lives in London. He knows me, and he's just trying to muddy the waters. So there is no, uh, as far as I am concerned, there is no, uh, if Gumami Baba Subhashchandar Bose, he was not in Dashkan at that part of time, (laughs) but he come back, I can only, see I am speaking only what I have written. I am not telling you what my book, new books is. So I have given date 55, so I will stick to
1: 55. But is it it not uh, highly unbecoming of uh, Subhashchandar Bose? uh, to remain like this yeah, yeah. I
0: said na, I mean, again that you have to give me one hours time I'll explain to you why it is not becoming because he said when the question was put to him ki, why you're not coming out he would say my coming out is not in India's national interest so he's doing whatever he was doing he, th- he thought was in country's interest which is he's not talking about himself he said people of the country would suffer if you disclose my location there was a, I give example the problem you put question but the problem I have to give answer and to give details people used to meet him they used to take notes like government notes, minutes is to be made sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there's a note noting I saw which is about from the time Muradji Bhai was a Prime Minister. So there are people from Calcutta, they are from revolutionary family backgrounds, people who have done something with Subhashpur, they were loyalists with Subhashpur. So question is being put to him, ki why doesn't this Maharaji Bhai government ask you to come out and take your rightful place? This man answers, if I came out, lot of innocents will die. You think that Netaji is alive and he will come back. Do you think that the whole country will support him? Do you think the supporter of Mahatma Gandhi will keep quiet? Do you think they are the, actually the are Important, you know what happened in Delhi in 84 when Nidan Gandhi was killed? So you think they'll keep quiet? The affection or liking you have for Netaji, have you got any idea how much affection people have for Rahul Gandhi? They're willing to drink his urine as somebody said, very rightly said. You think they'll keep quiet? Netaji comes out and Congress party will stand like this. So He said if I came out, a lot of innocents will die. So it's not simple. And he has made horrendous charges against the whole transfer of power that you have the whole process of India becoming free is a, a problematic. And he claimed that the, the Americans and British are behind the government. How can he come out and fight everybody? I mean our country, what was the condition, I mean you you asked me, girl will not know. Before Narasimha Rao became the Prime Minister, I remember I am that old, what was the condition of my country? We were like a communist country. Single channel on television, nothing used to be here. Now Rahul Gandhi is making claims what turning into California. What did your father do? You turned in India into a communist country. It was only after Narsimara became PM that the economy opened, and we have certain cars in Delhi, even in New Delhi where I was born. After eight o'clock used to be total silence. It is only in ninety-five, ninety-six 96 that we are beginning to see some modern equipment coming to, to middle class. So you were thinking of those times, and I think the one of the most nut- biggest gully you can give anybody in those who are a war criminal. Anybody who deem to be having any link with Osama Bin Laden today is the worst thing you can do because the whole Americans will be behind him. This man thought that he was a war criminal for the British and Americans. How can he come out? If he comes out, he will become the country's PM. But the Americans and British said he's a war criminal. He said there will be sanction on our country. He said that. There will be sanctions on our country. A country cannot take it. Let me be here. I'm working for the country. So so it's like very complicated and detailed story. So I'll have to get into so many things. I mean what do I talk about Vietnam War to people here? Will they understand Vietnam War? And I'll tell you that what Bhagwanji did in Vietnam War, what did, What do these children know about Vietnam War, what Vietnam War did to Americans? So there are multiple, so it's very detailed case. Yes, any other question? Hanji, please be seated. Don't stand. This is not a classroom, sir. I have two videos I want to yes. show to you because uh, in case you don't was ask a question, uh, I'll… Sh- uh, was Tashkan like no. uh, Andaman and Nicobar to uh, Chandra Bose and uh, uh, Lal L- Bahadur Shastri, like an outdoor place, like Australia d- uh, was for England or UK earlier, like British people? Well, no, no, I, I don't understand your question. What did my you… Question s- my, my question is that Tashkan was a place for Lal uh, Bahadur Shastri and uh, uh, chandra bose. no i i don't i have never said my according to my understanding there is no link to Subhash bose in Tashkent mm-hmm. if, if you, you had asked me in the morning i would have shown you a photograph of the man in color who said to be Subhash bose in Tashkent he has no resemblance to Subhash chandra bose Thank you. so that is a uh, somebody's mudding the waters that's all Thank mm-hmm. anything any other questions? otherwise i'll show you two videos are very relevant you should see them actually if you don't yes yes sir please uh, in one of the yes sir uh, yes mentioned that, yes Yes, yes, I I did, sir, I did, sir, I, uh, if, no, 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 first of all, I uh, asked people, uh, uh, Sudharshan Ji checked the handwriting, handwriting, is. if you Google search, you will find Sudharshan Ji made many statements that this is, uh, Netaji was there. So that I have checked. So what version they gave me was, during the emergency, lot of correspondence was destroyed. Papers were destroyed in Nagpur. So that's what told me ki we have no such thing. But if you Google search, you will find that Sudarshan ji made statement after statement that Netaji was here. So, and this has been identified by him and others, including Dr. Mulimar Joshi. This is Guruji's handwriting. And this is written on his letterhead, recovered on the orders of the Ilabad High Court. So, there's nothing, it's everything on board. This is like. I have no questions here. Yes, yes, please. But it's my earnest and heartfelt prayer that uh, the light of your efforts. Uh, we'll see fruit, sir. I hope, sir. So. In your lifetime, I hope, sir. So. Thank you, sir. I take that is a blessing. Now, in case you have question, I can show you some slide because these, this thing, sir, huh? I think you will be able to understand after some time. After my new book comes out, because there may be some problem with the government, too bigger thing. But let me answer some question which nobody is asking me. I'll explain. What is happening, sir? Especially at a certain level, people who are elitist in their thinking and they think they are basically American and British because they have a s- child in America. So they have a problem of seeing things from the American eyes. And there's also a problem with our country that uh, we have the highest number of people aspiring for world peace in our country. I was passing by a, in a village in, in a, you know, uh, your, uh, so there was a huge board and it said ki that they are doing a havan for world peace. You do not know how to, you can't barely eat, you do not know how to go to toilet, you don't have a western combo in your house and you're talking about world peace, world peace uh, Americans will bring. You first arrange for the toilets first of all, learn to how to do toilet properly then talk about world peace. So this is a problem you have because you want to get Nobel Peace Prize, our leaders have this desire which they don't get. First of all you are seeing Netaji because Hitler is bad for the British and American, he's bad for me, I'm sorry, I'm concerned by my own country first. The national interest of a country determines their own interest, I'll explain to you because this uh, so is Saddam Hussein and Saddam Hussein is as bad as Hitler as a Western country is a concern. This is Subhash yeah. Hitler. No, but, but this, is, this is national interest. We have done with all kind of dictators and this is national interest. In national interest, you don't look at somebody's faces. Now this is what, what time Magazine did when Hitler died. This is what they did when Saddam Hussein died. So it is same. We've got multiple examples. Now I want to show you the example of national interest, what is this? In national interest, you would approach anybody. What is common between Saudi Arabia and England, the mother of democracy? Why are they friends? Why are Americans friends with Saudi Arabia? In Saudi Arabia, though they don't even let women drive car. A woman cannot travel without accompanying her husband or brother or whatever. What is common between them and, and the countries which are the cradle of democracy, the land of the free? America, I, I spoke in America like this, no problem, the land of the free they don't care. So this is what your uh, previous Prime Minister of England will explain to you in in, in he was asked question and he will give you explanation.
2: Now you've been asked to intercede with the Saudis over the 17 year old boy who was arrested when he was 14 and who faces execution and crucifixion. Have you?
3: Well, we have raised this as a government, yes. Have you personally? Uh, I, no, the Foreign Secretary has raised this. Our embassy has raised this. We raised this in the, in the proper way. Uh, I'll look, see if there's an opportunity for me to raise it as well. But we oppose the death penalty anywhere and everywhere, and we make that clear in all our international contacts.
2: Well, but that's curious, because we, in November, did a deal with the Saudis that we would back them joining the Human Rights Council of the United Nations providing they backed us. Now, this sounds a bit squalid for one of the most uh, human rights-abusing regimes on earth.
3: Well, Saudi Arabia is a member
2: of the United Nations, but we completely disagree with them. Well, why did you want them inside the human rights...
3: We completely disagree with them about... Uh, the punishment routines about the death penalty, about those issues. Well, why and we did we do this
2: deal, then? I mean, they're not the right sort of people to be doing any sort of a deal on human rights. No, well, we uh, totally oppose their record in that area. Why did we do it? Well, I say we totally oppose their record. No, but why did we do it? Well, I've answered the question. Well, that isn't an answer, is it? I mean, we had done a horrid deal. It was very well, well we, exposed in the Financial we, we, Times.
3: We have a relationship with Saudi Arabia, and if you want to know why, I'll tell you why. It's because we receive from them important intelligence and security information that keep us safe. I could come on your uh, program, you sure. John.
0: Well, we well, let be me sure just give you an example. Sir. Yes, are we yes. Sure? You, know, you We talk about uh, you know, Hitler being a bad person and all that. How many innocent you know, did Hitler kill? Zero. How many people did Musharraf kill? We give him guard of honor here. Do you know this North Korea is the ally of India, North Korean dictator, this, this Kim Chong's grandson? What is that? That is diplomacy. When you do it, it becomes diplomacy. And you yourself do all kind of things and you're abusing. Now I'll show you a clip from Nelson Mandela, Gandhiji's follower. He will tell you what is national interest. And he said it in America. A Jew was asking this question in New York City after Westfield and he gave a clear answer.
4: Let us move on to our next questioner. at the microphone over there. Mr. Welcome to America, Mr. Mandela, I'm Ken Adelman. Those of us who share your struggle for human rights and against apartheid have been somewhat disappointed by the models of human rights that you have held up since being released in jail. You've met over the last six months three times with Yasser Arafat, who you have praised. You have told Gaddafi that you share the view and applaud him on his record of human rights and his drive for freedom and peace around the world. And you have praised Fidel Castro as a leader of human rights and said that Cuba was one of the countries that's head and shoulders above all other countries in human rights, despite the fact that documents of the United Nations and elsewhere show that Cuba is one of the worst. I was just wondering, are these your models of leaders of human rights? And if so, would you want a Gaddafi or an Arafat or a Castro to be a future
1: president of South Africa? Here's the answer. One of the mistakes which some political analysts make is to think that their enemies should be our enemies. conducting, we are grateful to the world for supporting our struggle, but nevertheless we are an independent organization with its own policy, and the attitude of every country towards, our attitude towards any country is determined by the attitude of that country to our struggle. Yasser Arafat, Colonel Gaddafi, Fidel Castro support our struggle to the hilt. There is no reason whatsoever why we should have any hesitation about hailing their commitment to human rights as they are being demanded in South Africa. Our attitude is based solely on the fact that they fully support the anti-apartheid struggle. They do not support it only in rhetoric. They are placing resources at our disposal for us.
0: That is the position. So he is very clear that you are not concerned with the uh, other countries, what they do, and all the national interest, you go by it. Nothing more. But in our country, because we are still, especially in the the bureaucracy, they are seeing everything from the American and British point of view. In Andoba, Nikawa Japanese came and they committed war crimes. Who told you they committed war crimes? The British? Oh, really? So there's a very bad, very, very dangerous precedent you're setting in a country. If uh, British are telling you there were war crimes and you believe them, I'm going to get you reports on the, from the British side about Kashmir and Manipur. What about that? Oh, that's a lie. They are The Americans are giving India bad name. So do you think they were not giving the Japanese a bad name? What are you talking about? I will tell you about the other allegations. I didn't want to talk about the issue about the torture. Indians went to Southeast Asia. Somebody in, in Times of India who is probably wanting to shift to London. is writing all this nonsense. Mugt Middah Sharma, Ajith Khan, Amaskar. Japanese committed war crimes against Indians in Southeast Asia. Which Indians, bhaiya? 1943, Indians were doing what in Southeast Asia? Were they attending the, the family marriage? They had gone there to support the British Raj. If you are fighting for the British and you are caught by the Japanese, will they give you biryani or they will give you kicks? If you are caught spying for the British, which you did in Andaman and you will you be given what, what will the Indian Army do? How do we do with people? What happened in the Samba spy scandal? How were people tortured there? Before asking Japanese for torture, look about what happens in Delhi. I'll give you two small examples. I can't say because women sitting here. We talk about others, look at your own case. In in America, I'm giving you very st- low level because m- women, as I can't speak, there are so many things. We had this example in, uh, in America of the, and I'm finished off this, the Bay. So they devise a torture, it became very infamous in America that simulating drowning, you put a man's head, put a plastic, and turn the tap on, it's, it gives you a feeling of drowned, getting drawn and all that. There was a case in Delhi last year, became in it came in the press, so there was a school child died and they picked up the uh, school bus conductor or driver for that thing and he said Ki, I have done it. After one year that poor man was taken to court and he said Ki, sir I was taken to a police station they put a bucket of water, shoved my head ten times, thirty times and accepted it. This is what they do in police stations. I cannot tell you how they treat women. <laughs> Japanese, war, war world war, war crimes. Japan war crimes it happens. But you need to find out who is doing what. At the same time, the Indians who were fighting war for the British deserve to be killed. No sympathy for them. I would be more sympathetic now. We are hearing different stories from this country. The Indians went and you know they liberated Israel. Indians liberated Israel. Like we were ourselves slaves. You were only carrying out orders of the British government. If they were asked to kill Indians, they would have done kill Indians, as they did actually so many times. What kind of strange thing happening in the world? And the same Japanese, you are taking all the benefits from today also. So that's how. So we have to put things in perspective in national interest. Sebastian the the interest, I am not concerned with what Hitler did in Europe did dirty, dirty thing, that's fine. But I'm not an American, I'm an Indian, I'm not a European. I'm more concerned with millions of people who died in India because of British. So I will first seek an answer from them. You have done this thing and, and indirectly, the Second World War, the Japanese and, and Hitler, what not they actually help us by getting rid of those people? You know. So that is a national security and that is what we do all the time. That is why we are friends with North Korea, otherwise what is common between me, our, and North Korea? What is common between us and Fidel Castro? And uh, Robert Mugabe, and so many people, I mean we gave a general general um, uh, this Pakistani dictator a god of honor in India. He was responsible for the Kargil war. Hitler did not kill even a single Indian. All he did was is to mention his book that Indians cannot fight so they better off under the British. I think it's very very phrased very fierce assessment. If you can't fight, remain of course they are slaves. And even that, Subhash was asking, please change, he changed it. None of our these foreign secretaries who come to Delhi and try to please us, you know, with their look how good English I can speak with American accent. Did they have the courage to ask Churchill when he was a Prime Minister in 55, you owe Indian apology. Your rants against Hindus, you are abusing Hindus every day. Did Nehru ever ask him? Even Singh Subhash Pose had the guts to go and talk to Hitler, Ki you have mentioned something in Mancamp which is against India. Please take back and he took back those words. These people never did. So this is how double standard hypocrisy because you know you have to promote a narrative and you're hiding behind the Americans and British and fighting Subhashbos and unfortunately nobody can fight them in those days. So that is a tragedy of Subhashbos that he was on the losing side but he was working for the country and these people were trying to please the the British and and, and they were the beneficiary of transfer power for which the main struggle was fought by this man so it is a tragedy at the end of the day. Thank you I'm finished I've taken much of your time so let's let's wind up. I'm available I can outside I can talk but. uh, we have to shut down the hall. Thank you very much for your time. So kind of you.
3: Mm -hmm. This is a special moment for all of us. Here has the event. Mystery behind the disappearance of our beloved Netaji Chandra (coughs) Bose was an unexpected one. Because we had never planned doing this event. We had only planned for the first event and uh, Atulji had to stay back today, and uh, later we decided we'll go and go ahead and do this event as well. And this has been a very enlightening one. And thank you, Atulji, for agreeing to do the second. Uh, Anujji, for doing uh, second <laughs> and present a wonderful talk.